<laughs> I can't wear my one. respirator if I don't shave my balls. <laughs> you probably look like the biggest troll. Walk in with a flashlight, okay. whistle, and sharpie. They're like, this guy's up to no good. This yeah, guy's because... trouble. Like an no opaque, a black bag. Yeah, right. You know? Not a see-through backpack. Not a see-through backpack. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wouldn't want in my see-through backpack. So That'd I... be insane to see someone fall in, go underwater, and then just come back up on a bike and just like... <laughs> <laughs> just, just cruise out, dude. Kind of displaying it to others, like, mm -hmm. yeah, jingling, jangling. Or is it like... Like, like Spurs. Like Spurs. <laughs> don't, don't. We're not, we're not going there right now. We are not going there. What's going on, dude? Uh, man, what? I don't know. It's about to be, uh, it's about to be the next year. It is. It doesn't really feel like it. I haven't um, mentally prepared myself for it. No. And it 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 uh, every year it kind of just sneaks up on you more and more. Yeah, it does. You 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 get used to writing, you know, twenty twenty three. Yeah. At the end of things right when you're December. dating things. Yeah. And and then right right when you got it down. Yep. It's the next year, and you're like, ah, oh, I have to start, like. Dude, because you know, like it, it's it, like time speeds up. Like everything, like everything speeds up the older you get. Yes. So, like, how is it like when you're when you're like fifty five? Oh no, it's I don't even want to like, think about that. Like you, you probably forget that like it is the year that it is, and then before you know it, like you probably skip like like five years goes by like one year. I don't know. It seems like it seems like that's that's one thing that older people seem to adapt to more readily is they just understand that it's always going to be an unexpected year <laughs> they just become they just become like months for them yeah. yeah yeah and they're just like okay i can i can i can keep track of what month it is it's yeah not that hard. right dude th that's got to be scary though because like the older you get the closer mm -hmm. you are to just you know just kicking the bucket yeah and so it's but but yet time is accelerating faster than you've ever perceived it right so you're just like you're just like you're just like on, like you're ramping up to just death. Yes. You know? you're, you're just, you're running faster and faster towards your grave. Yes. You know, I've, I've given that some thought. I don't particularly like it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like, uh, when COVID hit, I was talking to, uh, Mike's parents mm -hmm. and he was, you know, they're, they're like, they're kind of on the older side or whatever. Yeah. And like a lot of our parents, um, but they were like, I think his mom was just like, yeah, you know. COVID sucks because it's like it's a whole year that we mm -hmm. don't get to just travel and like live our lives. Right. And it's like we're not getting any younger. And like I think at the, in the, at the time I was just like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But like looking back, like thinking back on it, I'm like how much faster is is reality just moving for them? Mm. How much how much like, you know, how much more valuable is a single year for them? Yeah, that's you a know, whole last year. It is for us. Lost. Yeah. Lost to the ravages of COVID and yeah, dude, all of the associated bullshit. Yeah, man. I uh, quick quick review recap on twenty twenty three. Your thoughts on on the last year? I don't know, man. You want to give it a, a quick number on a one to ten scale? Give it a PSA grade. <clears throat> it's had some ups and downs. I think is this is this just my my subjective experience, or am I am I trying to like lay it down for the planet? I mean. Dude, doing it for the planet's pretty heavy. Um, I think it's been 
kind of a shit show for that. It's been like a three for the yeah. I'm 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 hoping to hear that your personal year was was going to rank a higher score than it, it did for the planet, for good old Earth. Overall, I think I'd give it a seven. A seven's pretty solid. A seven is good. Yeah. Like, like if if IGN gives a game a seven, like I'll play it. Right. Like, right. Oh, it's worth it's worth checking out. You know. And that may be that may be slightly generous, but I like to be generous. Yeah. You know, in my right. in my yeah dealings and life, and right. uh, it helps it helps support my my optimism habit. Yeah, definitely. Because you could like somebody else with a bad attitude could have had the exact same year as you and been like that was a two for sure. Yeah. You know? But then it's like I don't know that. It doesn't really. The lowest that I could go for my year was like a five. Yeah, and right. I like to think of it as a seven. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like how do you how, like what what are you benchmarking it against? Are you benchmarking it against like the the average of all the other years that you've had personally, or are you averaging? Are you basing it off of like just what you think the average life is like for the average human? Uh, no, it's it's based off of you know my life experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because that's what you know, right? And you know the the criteria change year to year as as my experience and perspective evolves, right? Um, but you know, I would say all things considered, um, I'm willing to look on the bright side and give it a seven. What was uh, give give me give me a, a peak highlight and then a peak low of of the year for you? Huh. Um. You can start with whichever one you like, and I'll I'll answer mine afterwards. So you're not the only one on the spot. Hmm. I guess a peak highlight was that I got to go and travel a good bit for work. Yeah. Um. That was really cool. That was kind of kind of unexpected, and it was just an opportunity that uh, was thrown my way, and I was like. I've learned I've learned in in life that you know you should take opportunities. Yeah, know? like yeah, just just grab them and see what happens. Right, um, and that turned out great. I got to do some cool stuff. Um, you know, see some family that I hadn't seen in years. Right, um, and uh, the work itself was was satisfying. Like it was it was not frustrating. It wasn't right. super stressful. But it was it was satisfying. Yeah, it seemed like you had a good time. I was I was happy to see you traveling and stuff because um, I know you, it's not something that you do all the time. But it's like I've seen so many of those like those viral like TikToks and Instagram videos where some dipshit teenager will walk up to like some old people on the street and be like mm-hmm. like oh you're you're over you're seventy six like what's like your biggest life regret if you could tell talk to someone my age right now and like usually the number one answer is like I wish I would have like just taking more risks yeah i wish i would have just stepped outside of my comfort zone more often and just not given a shit right it's like that's like the number one thing that people say so that's definitely i'm still gonna be i'm still gonna be on my deathbed saying that yeah i'm trying to cut down on the intensity of that yeah exactly exactly yeah yeah, yeah. um and i think my low this year was having to buy a car oh yeah i hate i hate that yeah dude Man, how was that? Was it was it like the, the typical like the sharks are just trying to milk you for all your worth? Was it? I because I know, know there's there's different services now that you could just do it all through email. And it's like you 
you, you agree on a number before you even step foot onto the dealership. Did you, it wasn't like that. It was more traditional. I tried, I tried to be, you know, strategic and do a, a, you know, some, some comparative shopping. Like I figured out what I wanted pretty quick. Yeah. But then, uh, it was, it's just so much of a, it's such a hassle to get out to dealerships and like actually see the vehicle right. and, it's a chore, and, and dude. Anyway, so I I was going through that for a while, and then I was just like, screw it. Let me renew my Costco membership. Costco has an auto buying service. Yeah. Um, that you know, basically gets you gets you good vehicles and gets you a discount and right. gets that discounted price like locked in. Yeah. And I was just like, screw it. I picked something. I was like, I'm willing to be happy with this. I got an extra, you know, 500 off from the Costco thing. And I just went and did it. And I was like, I'm, I'm just, I want it to be over. Yeah. So, you know, let's, let's get down to brass tacks. Let's make this work. Yeah. I got my, you know, uh, financing. I got this much, uh, down payment, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, I'll take the extended warranty. Um, I'll pass on the, this and the, that, and let's do it. Yeah. Um, dude, that's the worst part when it's like, like all I want, the, all I want is the car, but then they're, they're also pitching you like a dozen options, a dozen, yeah. a dozen add-ons. And it's like, they always like name it weird things and you don't know exactly like, okay, is this something crucial that I really Honestly, should be getting? Or is this fluff? One of the things that I kind of enjoy uh in a small way is reading the fine print on the add-ons yeah and making them wait yeah while i while i <laughs> yeah, thoroughly yeah. read the fine print for sure because if i'm gonna spend money on it yeah you gotta know what the hell you're getting and it's just kind of satisfying to be like okay <laughs> i'm i'm in i'm in charge now because i'm reading the fine print yeah so. right I can enjoy that for a little while. <laughs> you, just, you just like light up a cigar in their, in their office. Just like, do you mind if I kick my feet up a bit? And they just have to be patient because yeah, they're, right. they're waiting to get paid. Yeah. And it's, it's you know, you're you're the one uh, right. controlling the, the speed of things. Dude, that that sounds like a, like a Borat skit or like, you know what I mean? Like a prank where he just like sees how far he can push. Because the, they're all so desperate. Yeah. They're all so desperate for Except, your money. So I mean, you could probably get away with so much. Before Probably. they're like, we got to ask you to leave. Unfortunately, <laughs> like when I was, when I was buying the car market was, was like, it was a seller's market. So they weren't yeah. that desperate. Okay. Um, but you know, I made the most of it. Yeah. I, I was, I was happy with what I got and right. I was just happy that it was over. It was like, you know, at some point I think it would be, I, I would be a lot more excited to get a car if I was like not put in a situation where I like had to have one. Like right. I could take my time yeah, and yeah. really just, you know, go, okay, I know what I want. I know exactly what I want, how much I'm willing to pay. Right. And I can just, you know, be strategic about it and wait until it's the end of the fiscal quarter or something Yeah, where the dealerships are like, Oh, we got it. We got to sell one more car to make our quota. Right. And then get a super good deal on it. Like at that point, it can be kind of fun because you're just like, there's no pressure or there's very, there's much less pressure, I should say. And it's not like you're racing against the clock trying to, you know, like, like I need wheels. I need wheels today. Otherwise I can't go to work tomorrow. You know what I mean? And that's unfortunately 
the position you were in in a way where it's just like dude i need a car asap and so you have limited time limited options you know it's it's stressful it's yeah. definitely stressful so that would be my that would be my low point yeah no that that totally that totally tracks i would say my high point was uh was taiwan for um chinese new year that was super cool. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That was super cool. I mean, Taiwan is already like my favorite country or at least Taipei is my favorite city that mm-hmm. I've traveled to. Um, and being there for Chinese New Year was was super cool. Pretty I mean, epic. pretty epic cuz like everyone's just off for like a week plus, you know, and so it's like there's it's like magical. It's like it's like Christmas, but like ten times more intense. Is that is that thing? Did you tighten the the ball? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Turn trying. that. Do, give it like a good half quarter of a half crank. All right, that's better. All that's right. better. But um, like I remember, like the first morning we woke up, I went with with Mel, and we were at this you know Grand Hyatt, nice hotel. We start going down the elevator the first morning, and I just hear like these like this banging, like this crazy noise i'm like what is that? i thought like, the, like big industrial banging big industrial like- bang like it was just it was like but it was muffled because we're in an elevator so it was hard to tell what it was i was like that's not the elevator fucking up is it it's <laughs> like it was, was probably made in china so the door is open and then like the banging is just super loud and it's just this huge chinese new year ceremony going on in the lobby and it's insane it's like there's like dudes dressed up like dragons you know where it's like two or three dudes under a single dragon Mm -hmm. you know outfit or whatever and the banging is drums the banging is drums there's like drummers and it's like really loud and really syncopated and then these these dragon dudes are like balancing on these poles like they're Mm -hmm. like like it's like really cool like almost like acrobatic Cirque du Soleil type shit and it's just like happening in the middle of this lobby and mind you there's hundreds of people in this massive hotel lobby and the lobby is multi-floored so it's like you can see people like leaning over the railings on the second and third floor. So sort of like a, a mall atrium? Like a mall atrium. Wow. And it was just like epic, you know. And and our, our good friend, uh, Quinones, mm-hmm. and his girlfriend just happened to be at a neighboring hotel at the same time. Yeah. So they walked over. And it was just cool, like, being in a foreign place at this really amazing time, this this epic holiday that you haven't experienced before. And then, like, also, like, you're with your girlfriend and your, your, one of your best friends is there. Yeah. It was just a really cool time. And it's just, like, you get to see all the cool cultural aspects yeah, of it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And also, I got to meet my girlfriend's side of the family that lives there. Nice. That was a cool experience, for sure. Nice. Um, was, that a, was that a chance to kind of get out into the countryside a little bit? No, they live, like, right next to Taipei 101, like, in, in the business center. <laughs> Okay. Actually, well, like her her aunt and uncle do, and then her grandparents are a little bit more on the outskirts, but they're still very much in the city. Okay. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh damn, like they're it's like living in downtown L.A. Oh wow. You know? Yeah. It's like it's a nice place. They have a nice place, but um, it was just cool, like feeling like first of all, just trying to get to know them through a language barrier. Yeah. You know, and I think like her uncle, both of her uncle, two of her uncles actually kind of speak some decent English. Yeah. So it was cool like being able to talk to them. And then uh it was it was it was just a, it was just a trip, dude. It's a wild experience, you know. Um one of her cousins was like, do you know what this word means? Um and I was like, she said it in Chinese and I was like, I have no idea what is that. And she's like, that's your girlfriend's name in China. <laughs> I was like, damn, this is a bad first impression, bro. I'm really dropping the ball right now. I mean, in all fairness, though, like 
should should she should you have been expected to be like oh you need to teach me your your chinese name no i, I don't think i think they, they they laughed it off i don't think they uh, they held they put too much weight on it but you know just a little trolling a little little friendly trolling yeah um so that was definitely a highlight low point damn what was a low point man um Oh, when Ari scratched my car. <laughs> you were pissed about that. I wasn't pissed. You weren't pissed. I'm you just were just sad. Upset. I'm just sad. I'm just sad because it's like it's going to be there forever. Until you get a new paint Until job. Until I get a new paint job or replace How, the bumper. I, uh, you haven't seen it, have you? I don't. Is it? Is it like... Like a luggage scratch when you take stuff out of the trunk. So let me let me you know set the story up for those who don't know. Uh, Ari, my very good friend, um, he's a Twitch streamer, super talented guy, badass dude, badass dude. Um, we we met each other on Twitch, and this is the very first time he was uh, we were meeting in person. Mm -hmm. He came to L.A. He's from way out of state, out of town, and uh, he rolls up in his Uber. And he's got his whole equipment. He does uh, live music streaming and and recording. He's a he has music an producer. intense rig. Intense rig that he like walks around with. He's got like basically a PC on his back with you know the keyboard just strapped in. It's like this huge harness that he custom built. It's insane. And he brings it along with him because he's about to do a stream. I'm I'm gonna join him for it. And he's like, oh, can I load this in the back of your car? I'm like, yeah, sure. I pop my trunk. And he's like trying to fit it in. It's like so awkwardly shaped. It's huge. It's heavy and bulky. And then I like take a step back and I realize that one of the the, the unsmoothed, like the sharpened edges of his metal frame of mm -hmm. the, of this 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 getup that he's got is just completely digging into the, the the bumper of my car. And I'm just like, oh shit. And he's like, oh my God, dude, I'm so sorry. Oh my God. Like I, I just, like we, I've only been here for five seconds and I'm already... Up your car. <laughs> it was uh like the, the more time that passes the, the funnier the story gets and I, and the more fondly i look back on it but in the moment i was just like dude no because it's like when you see it it's like it's a pretty big scratch and yeah. it's fairly deep it kind of reminds me of like uh, like if my car had a harry potter scar mm. you know, like the scar mm -hmm. on his forehead it's kind of like that it, it kind of does like a weird zigzag thing you should have had ari uh, uh autograph find it, it. Mm -hmm. yeah dude I could have sold the bumper <laughs> when I, dude, eventually headlines Coachella. Right. You know, um, kids going places, but he ain't going near my car again. That's for sure. No, I'm just kidding. I love you, Ari. Our, I, I love that that was your low point. Like, you really had to think about it, and you're like, <laughs> you're like thinking about it, and you're like, man, what, what sucked this year? Oh, my car got scratched. Honestly, like, I'm pretty yep. easygoing. That was one of the biggest bummers. Um, and even still, I'm not like, it doesn't keep me up at night or anything. No, but I'll I'm, just see, I'm, and I'll go, that's, that's still there isn't it that's still there um Ari, for you who haven't heard of him Ari at home on twitch Ari at home dude check he him out he does awesome music it's all goat. improv uh he is he is a real goat he He's is the goat crazy talented yeah um but overall i would say 2023 was a was a, was a success you know another year without catching covid did i i caught covid oh wait how could i how could i be so dumb and insensitive my low point was my grandpa dying oh well that that's a real low point i think that trumps the the scar on my car i think it does yeah and that was in that was that was very much a low point because i was in korea it was right oh, after yeah it was the second time because i went to taiwan once january for new year's and then again for for computex mm -hmm. after that computex trip mel and i went to korea south korea 
um, and just for vacation. And that's when I found out I got a call from my mom or a text, really, because I couldn't really do phone calls uh, that my grandpa had passed. It was just random stroke out of nowhere. And I was very close to my grandpa, very close. Um, I lived with him for yeah. a number of years. I, and, I remember. And it was strange because I had just caught COVID as well. So I was dealing with COVID. And so I had this like physical ailment and this emotional turmoil. And it was all just culminating at once. And I was in a foreign land. I didn't really know. Like at one point I was just like, am I like, is this real? Like, you know, it was just so surreal. Yeah. Especially just being there. And um, Yeah, when you're when you're completely out of any. Th- any environment that's familiar yeah. you're you're totally in a strange place right it, it 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 things can get surreal pretty easily definitely definitely and just like being so far from family yeah you know it's like i wanted to be there to comfort my mom and like you know just my family and stuff mm-hmm. but it was just you just feel just felt so powerless so so powerless in that moment um so that was definitely that blew that definitely blew but um you know that's can't how it goes can't have highs without lows, man. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever have you ever practiced doing that? Where you're like, at the end of the day, you're like, "What were my highs and what were my lows for the day?" Hmm. I don't think I've ever done that. Is that I, like a I don't know a if therapy technique? I think I've seen it. I've seen it in movies. Okay. Have you done it? No. <laughs> Not really. But I thought I I saw it in some some movie where like a dad is doing it with his daughter mm-hmm. like she's going to bed and he's like um what were your highs what were your lows yeah like, i was like that's a cool that's a cool thing to do with your kids like make mm. them make them think through their day and, right. and you know be mindful throughout the day of, of yeah how they're feeling about stuff i think that's that's a good practice especially for younger people because it's very easy to remember all the bad shit that happened yeah you know what i mean yeah because it's like that's like you always notice when there's a problem. Mm-hmm. If everything's just operating smoothly, you don't notice it. Like, and then you like, don't appreciate it. Exactly. Exactly. Because it's like it's. I put it this way: there's nothing like there's nothing like being sick to make you appreciate yeah. how good it is to just feel yeah. normal. Definitely. And 100%. and I think the same principle applies. Like when things are going normal. Yeah. That's actually good, right? Exactly, and it's worth it's worth reflecting on, right? Appreciating. Right. It, it's uh, it's easy to forget all these little things, um, and they're not even really little things. We're just very fortunate to just have them on mm-hmm. a daily basis. So much to the point where we forget about them. Yeah, like for people who don't have all of these great things on a regular basis, they know they they recognize it when it when it does in the few and far between moments when it does happen when they get something good and it's like damn that's just like i'm gonna sneeze okay <laughs> i was like should i brace myself for no. something right now oh never mind <laughs> false alarm but i mean yeah no dude we're we're very we're very fortunate um so i agree yeah that's yeah that's why i have to give it a seven like even if even yeah. if maybe yeah dude deep down i'm not looking back at this year and going oh yeah this is this is a solid seven right like i guess i guess it's it's mostly my my perceived you know subjective sure. experience of course but then i also put it in the context of living on this planet yeah so maybe maybe this year was a 5 but considering all the the you know the privileges i enjoy right. I, I 
put that up to a seven. Absolutely. Least. Absolutely. We got our health. We got like all four limbs. Like my eyes, both no, eyes are working. No uh, wars on our continent. No wars on our dude. Oh my God. Like, like uh, Twitter can bum you out just as much as it makes you appreciate, you know, where yeah. you're at. Yeah. <laughs> you know? and, like, and it was interesting yeah. traveling to Europe and just being like, huh, I've never been, I've never been on the same continent as an active war. Right. And it's not like I was worried about it or anything. It was just like, there's this, there's this top layer of, you know, ease and security that we take for granted. Yes. That's kind of stripped away. It's not, it's not like you, you feel scared or worried or anything. It's just like, there's, there's a little bit of, of uncertainty, just intrinsic uncertainty because there's a wharf being fought, you know, it may be a thousand miles away, but it's on the same landmass as you. Yeah. And for us Americans, that is unheard of, you know, exactly. other than, you know, I guess Pearl Harbor, uh, right. we, and, and that was Hawaii. Like yeah. the continental U S <laughs> yeah, has never, count. has never, <laughs> you know, right. In, in contemporary times dealt with exactly any kind of active conflict. COVID was like the closest thing to, a war that I think that we've ever experienced. Yeah, I I, I would say so. It definitely it definitely gave people more than their fair share of trauma. Yeah, and you know long term you know physical physical ailments. Right. Um. But at the same time, it was worldwide. Yeah. So we weren't sure. we weren't alone in that. Exactly. But we did have. I mean, it's interesting. Like our country, it seems like it really got kind of politically and socially damaged by COVID because there was, there was so much, there was so much, uh, polarization, like polarization, narrative, politicism, people pushing their agendas around it. Right. I think that was very divisive. That was sort of a a source of damage. That's that's long term. We definitely took an L from COVID in that, in that regard. Yeah. Like, I feel like, it was a chance. It was a chance for us to become Stronger. more united. Exactly, and it did the polar opposite, dude. Blew us, blew us apart even yeah. even further. Made everything more us versus them. It was just another huge uh, thing to disagree about and to fight over. You know, it's like, dude, I still get negative comments from older videos from 2020 where, like, I'm wearing a mask. Yeah, and people are just like, just rotten in the comments. You know, just like. Dude, take that face diaper off your head, you piece of shit. I'm just like, dude, it's a. Ma- I was doing a build with a friend, and we didn't want to die. But people are so heated about it. And it goes both ways, too. You know, it's like if someone's not wearing a mask, you know, uh, someone will flip their shit. Like, it goes both ways. I feel like, I feel like wearing a mask falls under freedom of expression. Mm-hmm. To, it's just in my mind, it's like you can wear a mask. Yeah, you cannot wear a mask. Right. Japan's been doing it for years. That's all of Asia. So, so yeah, like like okay. Years ago, I was going to, and I don't know if I told this story before, so stop me if I did. Which one is this? Uh, I went to visit some uh, some friends who had a kid. Yeah. Um, and I was sick. Okay. And so I put on a mask. This was this was like, I don't know, 2016 or okay. something. Yeah. 
2015 maybe. And so I show up, you know, because they have they have a kid in the house yeah. and I'm sick. Like an infant, like a newborn type? Uh, like one-year-old maybe? Yeah. And they look at me like I've got a dick growing out of my forehead. <laughs> yeah, like, right. what are you doing yeah. wearing a mask? And I'm like, I'm sick. I'm I'm trying to, you know. Right, not get your shitty kid sick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, Excuse me. And But I, it's just, it's such a cultural thing. It is. You know, it's like. It is. I feel like Americans pre-COVID, we only saw people, you only wore masks if you were like, if there was a zombie apocalypse and like you were going to catch the, the Z virus yeah. via some airborne bullshit. Yeah. Like, like you, you like that's like where our brain goes. Like if you see someone in a mask, it's like biohazard. It's like, right. it's like dramatized, you know, it's, there's no practical reason to wear a mask, you know, in our minds. And then I want to say like, 2020 helped change that now it's a bit more normalized but now it's just like you could get shot for wearing a mask you know because someone doesn't agree with that that like your, your choices is there a lot of violence to that degree i mean i wouldn't say to that level but i mean fights have definitely broken out over people wearing or not wearing a mask um i wore a respirator yeah i wore a respirator from 20 early 2020 to you know late 2021 yeah didn't get sick once nice because it was it was an actual like uh very high efficiency uh filter respirator right. like yeah it and i how had, expensive I, what how much did it cost i, I had a few one yeah. of them was a full face respirator yeah uh, i bet you looked wild with that thing just had, walking into it a was store the one from breaking bad that's pretty sick. Would you like go out in public with it and stuff? Oh yeah, I worked doing it. Yeah, and, and you worked in it. I would, yeah, I would work in you it. Go I was to... in retail. Oh damn! Just be like, hello, sir. Can I yeah. help you? you yeah. Like Darth a, Vader status. I got a lot of different <laughs> interesting reactions to that. Yeah, but um, ultimately, I decided that having a full face respirator was just was a little bit overkill. So I went to a, a just a half half face. So I, because I could wear glasses with that. Mm, right. The other one I had to wear contacts, and I ran out of contacts. Yeah, I just got tired of it. Right. Um, but I wore that. It was super easy. It was lightweight. It was comfy, and it protected me really, really well. The full face mask. It was actually great when the uh, when there's a bunch of fires. Yeah. And the oh, air yeah. quality is dog shit. Right. Right. Because I couldn't. I wasn't getting any of that. Any of that smoke and yeah. nastiness. It was, yeah. I was breathing super clean air. What kind of uh, negative reactions did you get when you would wear that mask at work? Um, uh, like people kind of just scoffing or mocking me a little bit. Um, yeah. yeah. It's like, this is ridiculous. Look at this guy. Yeah, yeah, dork. basically. And I'm like, you, you know what? Dork. I am. And I don't care because this is... <laughs> I, I spent a lot of money on this. Yeah. And I've been doing... I've been... I have not gotten it's sick worked. at all. It's yeah, worked. I have not gotten sick. Which is so. saying a lot, considering that you were working in retail at the time. Yeah. Like you're dealing with, you're doing customer service well, day in, day out. Yeah. And that's, yeah. Yeah. Proof so is in the pudding. I still have that. And the only reason, like, I, I would still wear it. Like, if I was going to go to a sports game. Yeah. I would still wear it, except I have to shave off my beard. I'm gonna say your balls. We'll say. <laughs> I, have to, I can't wear my one. respirator if I don't shave my balls. 
I was like, you're the scientist here, not me. No, no, I, I would, I would be perfectly happy to uh, wear it pretty, you know, pretty regularly. Like if I have to go to a uh, sports event or, yeah. uh, but you didn't wear it at the last. You no, went to a basketball I, game, and you? I got sick. Did you wear it though? No. Because I didn't want to cut my beard off. I don't like. I don't like uh, that. I, it's yeah. it. My face feels cold all the time. <laughs> then you have the warmth of the mask and your breath. Nah, keeping it it's nice not and the toasty. same. It's, it's it's a sweater. It's a sweater. It's a sweater and, versus central heating. And my skin, my skin cozy. doesn't appreciate it. That's yeah. that's my excuse. I mean, yeah. The truth is, I like having a beard, just because if it, I think it looks good, that's I think fair. it feels good. That's fair. And I'm lazy, dude. You had a so. you had you had a hell of a nasty cold it wasn't covid that you got from that game, it wasn't was it? no but it was hella nasty I, I could just hear you just like coughing up a lung in your room you yeah like you were dying of- i was i was in bed with a fever for a couple of days jeez dude i was like god i hope i don't get that <laughs> yeah no shockingly i didn't but i think that's because i was slightly sick maybe a week or two before maybe so it was your a immune similar system strain was revved up or something yeah yeah but uh was it worth it like <laughs> was the game worth it i've never been to a basketball game so i don't know not that i'm like huge into basketball or sports in general but i've it was it was cool i've always felt like like i'll enjoy i enjoy sports the most when i'm seeing it live mm-hmm. it was cool i yeah. i would say it would have been worth it if i hadn't gotten sick mm-hmm. yeah for sure but since i did get sick from that i would say not quite worth you wouldn't yeah, you wouldn't roll that same dice. You also, sure they that. took the security people took so much of my shit. Oh yeah, you lost a, a flashlight. I lost a flashlight. Oof. I lost a sharpie. I lost Oof. a whistle. Uh, Why'd you have a whistle on you? I always have a whistle. You always have a whistle. Yeah. Damn. And it's just like, and uh, there's been a couple times where I was just like, I need everybody's attention right now. Yeah. Right. And it works great for that. I bet it does. I bet um, it, wait, wait, okay. What are some times that you've had to use the whistle? Um, I already know about the time in Iceland. Yeah, uh, there was that. Um, and unfortunately, it didn't really work. It was just because people were spaced out. And I think people weren't. Yeah, around. people, people, people didn't under. People were just spaced out, and they also didn't understand that three blasts on a whistle is a call s- for help. It's like an SOS. Like yeah. that's an emergency. Yeah, get the. Go over here. We need you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I've used it for just getting somebody's attention, like in downtown LA. Ah. Uh, my friend was, I was trying to meet up with my friend. They were across <laughs> the street. to blow a whistle at full blast in DTLA. It was just, it was just a little <laughs> peep. It wasn't, it wasn't like, uh, it wasn't like a referee whistle. Yeah. You just thing. don't know if that's going to like trigger some like crip or blood, you know, down the street. It's like some, some, like, I don't know, some war cry or something like that. Like, yeah, no, it, it, it worked fine. Um, the there was some other time I used it. I can't think exactly what it was. And then one of the main reasons that I had, it was just like, if there's ever, if there's ever like a public emergency, like, uh, like a fire or something. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm equipped to get everybody's attention and be like, you know, exit the building. Get the hell out of here. You yeah. know, whatever. Uh, yeah. If nobody else is on top of that, then then I can I can help. At least. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There is something about a whistle. Let's say I was gonna say like you could just like shout at the top of your lungs, but it's like that's when not... everybody's shouting, it just kind of blends. It just together. blends in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're attacking that that super high frequency that no yeah. human voice can hit. Yeah. So it stands out a lot. Yeah. 
So, so when cool. I went to the game, uh, I left my knife behind, obviously. Yeah. But everything else, I, I was just like, some like the Sharpie was just for work. Um, <laughs> I don't normally carry a Sharpie. You probably look like the biggest troll. Walk in with a flashlight, okay. whistle, and Sharpie. They're like, this guy is up to no good. This yeah, guy's trouble. Because He's going to be distracting the players with the flashlight and the whistle. He's going to yep. be vandalizing our chairs and shit with the Sharpie. You probably look, they probably like, did, did like security kind of like pay you more mind? They were like, all right, what's up with this guy? I, or, was it just I, like, I, it, or it was just a hassle. Yeah, it was just a hassle. And I was just like, okay, fine, take this, take that. Did all right, let me down. Uh, no, uh, they wanted me. Yeah. And then I was just like, okay, you're taking this flashlight. At least take, let me take the battery out. That's worth, you know, more than the flashlight almost. Right. <laughs> So what a bunch of dicks, dude. Yeah. God, things have gotten so, so strict, so strict. And it was, I, I would, I would say definitely that watching, watching basketball in person is more engaging than watching it on TV. Yeah. Uh, especially because I don't have to watch so many commercials. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, and when the players aren't playing, like there's, like you, they're just, throwing t-shirts into the audience yeah, and right. Can go get a hot stuff. dog or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. cool. That's pretty cool. Damn, dude. I shouldn't say that things have gotten strict. Like, I gotta remember some countries like they like women can't even show their faces and shit. So you know, we got we got it pretty good. We but, do. But it's it is like it, it is always like that rule of a few bad apples ruins the whole bunch. Yeah. It's like it's just a few bad actors that troll too hard. The, up things for the rest of us so yeah that's why we can't have nice things well i'm sure if i try to take a laser pointer in there they would have taken that away as well 100 percent. yeah i i yeah, definitely i wouldn't have i wouldn't have had, had had any reason to but yeah right yeah you know. i know a lot of like first a lot of sporting events i've been to some football games where it's like you can the only backpacks you can bring in are the see-through ones like the clear yeah you know yeah so yeah like, so everyone can just see your shit so strict yeah that's rough but what do you have? What do, what do you have in your backpack right now that you'd be like, oh, I don't want to have this in a see-through backpack. Oof, God. Um, because I don't want people to see what I have in my backpack right now. Oh, uh, or just just, just in general, like in something general? that I would have. Um, spare underwear. I don't really keep spare underwear in just like a day bag. You should, unless I'm like. <laughs> I'm 35 now. I really should. I I, I will, shouldn't take I will any say that this get, year chances. I had a I had a small low moment, <laughs> and I I've made it a, a habit just to keep a little uh, pair of pair yeah. extra underwear and some right. shorts in right. my backpack. Yeah, and those came in clutch. Do you think this would sell? Do you think that, like if we went to Shark Tank, went on Shark Tank, if we sold like uh, sharding kits? Like it's a very portable pocket sized to induce sharding or not to induce sharding <laughs> to in the event of a of a of a tragic shart mm-hmm. of a, an un, an untimely shart. It's a, just a compact fix it kit. Yeah, it's the, your one stop shop. It's got everything you need. It's got what, what would be in there? You you need a wet wipe, at okay. least a few, at least a few wet wipes. Yeah, so the bare minimum would be some wet wipes, some spare and, underwear, and spare underwear. Right, but. If you're trying to keep it super compact, maybe some like hydrogen peroxide wipes. Okay. Um, because 
occasionally a shirt will you know reach the outer layer yeah uh, of your outfit if it breaches it's like the 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 walls containment breach (laughs) (laughs) if it gets past wall number two you're done so so you know you're trying to go for compact you can't yeah it's hard to stuff a whole pair like pair of pants in there yeah unless they're leggings so you know that's that's good for the ladies i guess yeah true for me it's just a pair of shorts right um but bare minimum would be some wipes uh you know, replacement uh, underwear and probably a little disposal bag. Yeah, I was going to say something to toss it in. If like there's an no o- tr- a, a opaque, a black bag. Yeah, right. You know, not a see through backpack. Not a see through backpack. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wouldn't want in my see through backpack. Exactly. My shardy ass undies. That's okay. There you go. <laughs> Brought it full circle. <laughs> and yeah. we're back. Yeah. Um, but I want to do a. I looked up some, this is all done by chat GPT. I asked it for, to give me some weird, quirky New Year's traditions uh, from cultures around the world. Okay. I thought Hit we me. could just uh, discuss some of these. Yeah. This is all from chat GPT. Uh, so it could be completely made up. Could be complete bullshit, but. But that actually, that actually makes it a little more appealing, honestly. Yeah. Because if it's total bullshit. And we just totally rag on it. Nobody's going to get offended because it was real to begin with. It is a win-win. Because <laughs> if it is real and we bag on it, then we just get to offend a bunch of people. Yeah. And that's also pretty funny. That could be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. The first one's Spain. Uh, 12 grapes. In Spain, it's a tradition to eat 12 grapes at the stroke of midnight, each grape representing good luck for each month of the coming year. Okay. So does that mean like... I want to I dive into like the cultural... Rep- like. Why is why is it grapes? Like why are grapes lucky? Yeah. Like are grapes the 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 red, you know, dragon uh like like China has? Like right. you know, red and gold and yeah. that kind of stuff. Like how do you condense that all into a grape? Is not grape like kind of like a royalty type fruit or whatever? Cuz do, do you see like like the Greeks you know, like they're always like being fed grapes and stuff, like they're being fanned by palm leaves and like they're always a, eating fruit like I don't know if that's a just a trope that I think that might be a Hollywood trope. Okay, but it also might be something that's historically accurate. Like there's frescoes of right. Roman, you know, feasts where people are eating yeah grapes, and also like Could wine. Be. Like wine is like the grapes are holy almost because of because of the whole True. wine. Like Europe is intense about their wine. Yeah, so it could yeah. be something like that, but. I wonder if like everyone's got. I wonder how it works. Like, if, do you have to swallow them whole or do you? Ooh, chew them? that would suck. That doesn't sound like you'd get good luck. It sounds like you'd get some <laughs> choking hazards. <laughs> yeah, you'd probably start the new year off dying of air, uh, gasping for air. Um, Denmark, broken dishes. Mm-hmm. Danes save old and unused dishes throughout the year and then smash them against the doors of friends and family on New Year's Eve. The more broken dishes on your doorstep, the more popular you are. I like that. I'm That's into That's pretty that. cool. That's super cool. Have you ever been to a break bar? No. You know what it is? Like, you basically just go in there. You go and you're like, Thor, like, oh, this is good. Another one. Dude, like, literally, you're just in a room, and they they put you in, like, uh, some protective, like, suit or whatever with a mask Oh, I thought it was a bar where you just break your glass after you finish a drink. I mean, kind of, but instead of a bar, it's just, like, this empty room with, like, a bunch of, like, there's, like, a TV. Like, they have just, it's like a recycling center, but you Uh get to just destroy all the things that are recycled there. Oh, okay. So, like, when I went, I went to the one in New York and they give you like a baseball bat, crowbar, a bunch of shit to like bang on things. Mm-hmm. Jack can't like a mallet. And then 
a bunch of stuff to destroy, like glasses, plates. There was a, a PC, mm-hmm. which was very cathartic. I really oh, got yeah. into that. I you was got like, in, you, you got it all up in that. <laughs> um, and then uh, TV, just like just smash. Like so, you just smash and all this stuff. I've for like always 15 wanted to minutes. smash an old CRT, dude. It is so satisfying. It, it's so like this is very cliche, but it's like therapeutic in a way. Yeah, because you just it's like you have all this pent up aggression, I think, yeah. you know, just as people like stress or whatever. Yeah. And like you, you let it all out in a way that you've never done before. And you just, it's tiring. Like I was dripping sweat. I was so sweating. It was like 10, 15 minutes that you're in there and like, I'm sore and I'm just like, Oh, but it, fe- it felt good. I felt like, so it was actually a good workout too. Definitely. Definitely. Huh. I, I burned some calories, but I feel like that, that kind of, that kind of resounds here. I like it. it. I like the community aspect of it. Yeah. I like the breaking things part of it. Right. Because let's face it, I like breaking things. What if you have a glass door? <laughs> Someone just you're, you're just getting your door. <laughs> just up, dude. just put a piece of plywood up in front of your door <laughs> for the night. I don't know. I mean, th- that's gotta happen. Someone's like, oh, or yeah. Or yeah, maybe they just aim it for yeah. aim it for the steps or something. If they're courteous. The only the only downside is just having to clean up all that crap in the morning. Yeah. Right. Imagine Especially like if it's dishes. like, you know, all frozen. <laughs> like, there's like. <laughs> Wait, r- oh, like, like the, the temperature, every, like the climate? Yeah, like there was some right. rain and then it all turned to ice yeah. and then froze all the shattered things oh, to God. the ground. You can't tell snow from shards of glass or that, s- porcelain. That could be a little downside. Ceramic. Yeah, that could be. But overall, I like it. Yeah, I, I enjoy the spirit of it. South Africa's furniture tossing. In some parts of South Africa, it's common to throw old furniture out the window to symbolize starting the new year with a clean slate. I like it. Uh, it seems a little bit dangerous. <laughs> if you're on the second floor. Yeah. Just it, tossing it, a couch, eating a coffee table out the I window. Think, I think you better be like paying attention, paying close attention when you're walking down the yeah, street. Yeah, right. If there's like, you know, some multi-story building next to you <laughs> that would be insane if it's just like a 10-story apartment building and people are just throwing furniture out the window chairs are rocketing out it's the like window. people just like the locals just know like don't don't go outside yeah don't do that hard rain is falling <laughs> <laughs> some some of it's padded but ultimately uh yeah yeah no don't do that Philippines round shapes. Filipinos believe that round shapes symbolize prosperity. Hence, they fill their pockets with coins and many prepare round fruits for the new year. So round shapes symbolize prosperity. Roundness. They like that by a fat ass or something. I don't know. They they fill up their pockets with coins and fruit just to jingle jangle or, you know, to to share them with people or. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's like, do they do That's That's true. Like, do they go around like kind of displaying it to others like Mm -hmm. yeah jingling jangling or is it like 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 spurs like (laughs) don't don't (laughs) we're not we're not going there right now we are not going there um or is it like they just like they just privately keep coins in their pockets as they go about their day and everyone Mm -hmm. just kind of like knows like we've all got coins but no one's saying it aren't the majority of fruits round (sighs) what's what's not a round fruit Banana. <laughs> eggplant. Is eggplant a fruit or a vegetable? I mean, I guess it's one of those things where it's like, tomatoes technically a fruit. It's like, no. Like, okay. We all agree it's a vegetable, but maybe. Uh, pineapple. Pineapple is fairly round. It's kind of cylindrical. Yeah. I mean. It's half round. But I guess whatever local fruits are especially round or what's popular for that. 
Yeah, maybe it's like the rounder the fruit, the better. Like, like what's like a, a honeydew? Like a, a cantaloupe is probably as round as it gets. Yeah. Right? But, like do a, they, but do they just have the fruit, like display it, or do they eat it? Um, it just says they, oh, they prepare round, round fruits for the new year. Hmm. That's very common in like Asian culture is like yeah. to give like fruit. Like you've seen like the fancy fruit, like from Like Korea. the Japanese grapes. Or, or, J- or Japan. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. Like they, they're just it's super expensive. They look perfect. They look like pixar yeah. cgi and it's, generated it's like 50 dollars for like yeah a dozen grapes my, my mom i was uh for christmas mel and i were over at my parents and my mom was like oh yeah we got some of those i think it was like strawberries or something like that she's like we got these like really nice strawberries and like we had to try them because they were like you know 20 dollars i was like how were they she was like they look better than they taste <laughs> she was like they tasted good but not like 20 dollars good have you so it's really about the presentation i think have you ever gotten strawberries from a roadside stand around here um not around here like in california though oh yeah yeah i have more like orange county i guess long time ago yeah a long time ago but they're they're good yeah they're really they're good. really good especially in summer yeah oh, if it's in season bangers yeah yeah they slap um sorry you just reminded me of that and i was like yeah dude i feel like that's a that's not something you can do in most places yeah 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 Where you're literally at the field buying the strawberries right and it's not out in a rural area exactly because it's like you know that the person on that stand like has way better way more quality access to that fruit than what you're getting at the at your local grocery store down the street 100 percent 100%. Like there's, the other day I was driving down, uh, if you go down and just make a left on, well, I won't say the street name, but there's a a guy at the stop sign who's just always there. And he's like, uh, this Mexican dude just with a little fruit sand. Yeah. He has like some fruit cups and stuff. And I always drive by it. I'm just like, I bet that fruit's delicious. I bet it's so good. And and we're we're all just sleeping on it. We're all just passing this guy like whatever. And he's got the best fruit in town. I challenge you to try that man's fruit. I will. Next time I see him, I will. I will stop by and Does he sell whole fruits or like like fruit cup like um, prepared fruits? From what I'm seeing that's being that's on display, it's like the, the cup fruits that he's like pre cut or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um there was one time, actually not two blocks from there, this was maybe earlier last year, there was a guy who was selling whole mangoes. Ooh. For pretty cheap, I much cheaper like than the grocery store, and those are really good. Those are really good, but I, he hasn't been back. That was like I don't know if it was like a weird seasonal thing, one time thing. Might be the same guy, I don't know. But uh, hmm. they know what they're doing with their fruits. Those it's street true. vendors. Um, Colombia's empty suitcase stroll. Uh, Colombians take an empty suitcase and walk around the block at midnight in hopes of having a year filled with filled with travel and adventure. Interesting. That's a that's a really specific. Um that's i don't i can't think of any other like cultural traditions that are that are like oh travel is cool i want more travel in the coming year or something yeah something that's encouraging that mindset travel and adventure like that is cool instead of just like luck and wealth right it's a good way to change it up yeah i mean if you've been to columbia you know why they want to get the I have not, but I uh, take your word for it. Uh, that's a joke. I'm being uh, facetious. It's a beautiful place. I mean, I, I only went to um, uh, Medellin, but it's uh, you know, it's it's come a long way. It's like it's still a on the poorer side mm-hmm. compared to the U.S. or whatever. But 
God, from like how far they've come since like the cartel days. It's kind of like how like New York, but they still have cartels, right? They do, but they just don't have the same power. It's like it's like the mafia still has a presence in New York and Vegas, but it's just like they don't really have power like they used to. It's or they're they're just same. Or they're just waiting. They're waiting just to strike. Better at better, better at uh, bribing it. the authorities and hiding their stuff. <laughs> you never know. Could be. But I did. But I did not see an ounce of violence or bloodshed while I was there, hmm. which would have been uh, probably rampant. You know, even 15, 20 years ago. Gotcha. Um, but it's kind of funny that they just roll around with suitcases. I wonder how how practiced that is. That sounds. That sounds like. It sounds like a, th- a chat GPT made up thing, possibly. <laughs> I'm going I'm to investigate this We got to fact check that. Yeah, definitely. Because if it's actually real, I like it. That'd be super cool. Yeah. I also wouldn't walk around certain parts of Columbia with a, a briefcase full of good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would have a mostly empty briefcase. You know, that, seedier, that would be... your parts. That would be the perfect time to transport valuables is if everybody's out there... <laughs> yeah. Carrying empty empty suitcases. Full of, one guy full of cocaine, just yeah. <laughs> uh, that's I bet you. I bet you anything that happens a lot. You know, Probably. I bet you anything. It, it would be only logical. It's perfect. The first person to enter a home in Scotland after the stroke of midnight, known as the first footer, is believed to bring good fortune for the upcoming year. That's cool. So the guy who was late to your New Year's Eve party is technically the one bringing you all the good luck. Harbinger of good luck? Yeah. I'd, I'll be fashionably late for that. It's pretty cool. Because I'm I'm sure you get a little status from that, right? You're like, I'm the one who right. brought the good luck. Oh, it's the first footer. Yeah, but what happens yeah. if everybody has terrible luck and then they're like, <laughs> you didn't do your job. You're a shit first footer, dude. You dropped the ball, man. It's like bad luck Brian steps in at 1201. <laughs> no. Everyone, eat yourself. Like, what if, what if the, what if you get robbed? You know, like right after the clock strikes twelve, like some dude just breaks into your house. It's like, and they're the fir- first, they're footer. the first footer. They're like, hey, it's your lucky day. I'm taking your stuff. <laughs> Don't worry, it's all uphill from here, y'all. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they say y'all in Scotland all the time. Russia's fortune, telling the telling with wax. In Russia, some people melt wax and pour it into cold water. The shape of the wax is then interpreted to predict the future for the coming year. Oh, it's like a Rorschach test. Uh, yeah, and it's with also wax. it reminds me of um, there was a uh, profession in Rome called a haruspex. Uh huh. And a profession. Yeah, they were a fortune teller, but instead of like melted wax and yeah. the shapes that it makes when you drop it into water, they would just look at the entrails of dead animals. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. It's like, you know, That's tarot nasty. reading but with spleens and intestines and oh whatnot. God. Yeah, so I like I like that the one with the candle wax better because it involves yeah. a lot less animals getting disemboweled. Well, would they actually kill the animals themselves? Uh yeah, I think so. Damn. Just to like make some bullshit prediction yeah i don't i don't think they were like going to a butcher and just getting a big bag of entrails to right. dump out and sort through yeah i think they were just like, how long ago were they doing this or is this still a thing this is rome oh this is rome this is uh, gotcha. uh, not contemporary rome yeah okay all right i was gonna say who's still doing this Haro specs is, is a last word, one on tiktok so. yeah okay there you go that makes sense it's like just throwing a squirrel like full speed against a brick wall and be like <laughs> well Looks like we're having spaghetti tomorrow. <laughs> Based on the splat it made. Based on the splat. I, I think we're having pasta. 
I like the Russian uh, marinara tradition. I I, I com- compared like to the it? other things that you could do to like do fortune telling. Mm. That one is is very uh, benign. <laughs> I suppose. I suppose so. It's not like some human sacrifice shit. Yeah, yeah. Like the Aztecs. I gotta watch Apocalypto again. Oh. that's on my that's on my rainy day list. Yeah, haven't seen it. I haven't. I haven't either. Oh wait. You just said watch it again. I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I've never watched it all the way through. Uh, I need to give it a proper watch. Okay. Um, those are all the weird uh, things that ChatGPT came up with. Hmm. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. I I don't think we have anything weird that anything any tradition for New Year's that would be weird to another country, right? Mm. Maybe like maybe kiss someone at midnight usually. That's not really weird. You're getting midnight kisses? I don't get midnight kisses. I mean, isn't that a thing? Like at midnight, like don't we kiss if you're like you find someone to kiss? I I don't know. Isn't that a thing? Uh, maybe I've seen too many movies. It's Hollywood bullshit. But I think we just get wasted and party for New Year's, and that's like what what else do we do for New Year's? Sharing a midnight kiss. The tradition of sharing a kiss at midnight on New Year's Eve is believed to bring luck and love. It's thought that starting the year with a kiss signifies affection and fosters stronger relationships throughout the year. That's also on foxnews.com, so I don't know. Hmm. But, I mean, off the top of my head, I can't think of anything that's a overall American tradition that's that's considered wacky or weird. But yeah, no. Now, if you dig into, like, wisconsin or you know west virginia or whatever like i'm sure if you dig down into like like statewide traditions you know like small small areas yeah you could probably find some interesting local traditions oh that's a good point dude there's some weird ass stuff going on in our country that we don't even know about Hmm. that is usually true all right. A potato, of course. Wait, what? In Boise, Idaho, an annual celebration on New Year's Eve includes the dropping of a 17-foot-long glowing potato from a crane. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, like, oh, what? Like, what is the origin story of that, I wonder? I mean, well, it's like they drop a ball in New York. Oh, okay. So okay. they drop a potato in, I- in uh, Idaho. Ah, yeah. Okay. Right? Okay. What would we drop? Just a bear? big bag of weed (laughs) just 20 tons of weed (laughs) all falls on in the middle of downtown and just but it's on fire so it's glowing it's just a weed bomb it's just a bonfire and everybody's just just gets secondhand smoke yep dude yeah that would be great while like snoop dogs like in the background singing california Mm -hmm. california love that is so like that is so california that is so California. I, that's what that's what sprang to mind. I'm glad it, it rings true for you. Yeah, no, <laughs> nailed it. Pretty solid. There was a <laughs> Mel and I were we we just came back from New Orleans for a birthday and we were in a, a cab and the Uber driver was like, "Where are you guys from?" It's like, "Oh, we're from LA." He's like, "Oh man, you guys got good weed over there, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Dude, it's it's the best. It's the, yeah. it, it rules." Yeah. And he's like, really? It's like, it's all legal, right? And I'm like, yeah, dude. It's like, you just go in there and like, they got money, dude. Like these dispensaries, they're, mm-hmm. they're shelling out a hundred grand just to like decorate the place. Like they're super fancy. You go in there, it's like all top shelf, 
top of the line shit. And he was just like, he was just like in a daze. Like he was just like daydreaming about it. He's like, man, I gotta get, I gotta get down there. You know, <laughs> it is pretty insane. The operation we've got now. It is. And, and I, when I was in Amsterdam, I, I just was kind of doing a tourist thing and I just, yeah, went to this the shop where they sell cannabis seeds. Yeah, oh seeds. Uh huh. Yeah, and I was just like trying to grow some shit. No, I just curious, like yeah. like what? How does this work? What do they have? Right. So I looked at their catalog and I was paging through it, and initially it was all just like local like stuff, like local strains. Yeah, and then like the last two or three pages were all uh, California strains. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, dude, we, we, we got like we got it down. Yeah. We, we're number one in the like we we have to be number one in the world with for weed. I'm sure Colorado puts in a good effort, but oh, ca- there's but, no way. But California is just so big. Yeah. And and Snoop Dogg lives here. Yeah. So that's Snoop Dogg is just wherever he lives is where the best weed in the world is. I'm convinced. I if I, he ever I moves, assume that you're you're correct. If he ever moves out of state, the best weed in the world is no longer here. And yeah. like. Because I remember, like, the first time I went to Amsterdam, like, you hear, like, all the stories, like, oh, you can just buy, like, wheat's legal, shrooms is legal, it's like, everything's amazing. Mm-hmm. I went to a weed shop there, and I was like, this is, like, mid-shelf stuff compared to what we have back home. Yeah. It's cool that, like, this was pre, you know, Prop 8 or whatever, where we could just buy weed whenever. Right. Um, so that was cool, but it was just, like, the quality and, like, the options, the selection and stuff was just, mm-hmm. like, I was like, oh, this is probably, like, you guys are, like, five, six years behind you know where California is at right now. Yeah, we're, we're just we're just the goat, dude. We're the best when it comes to that stuff. It's crazy. Pretty much. I mean, it's also. I mean, it's also very tourism oriented. Yeah. So you're probably going to pay, you know, regular prices for inferior stuff, but right. I yeah, don't know. definitely. Yeah, it's true. They probably keep the good shit in the back, just like with the cheese. Is that what they do with the cheese? I don't know. <laughs> Apparently the cheese shops in uh, in Amsterdam were big tourist trap. I, I didn't uh, go to any. Interesting. Kind of wish I had because I'm really craving cheese now. Are they known for their cheese? Yeah. Huh. I don't think I ever. I didn't really get any like nice gourmet cheese while I was there. It's it's all about the, the gouda or huh. howda. Howda. Yes. Is that how they pronounce it? Apparently. They pronounce their G's like H's. In the case of that cheese. I I resisted temptation. I didn't go to any cheese shops. Yeah, because there were there were a lot of them. Right. Um, but you could tell they were like tourist trappy. Mm. There is there is a lot of that in Amsterdam. They uh, can't blame them. It's a cool it's a cool place to go to visit. You got a lot of tourism. Might as well make some money off the tourists. It's part of their economy. Big part of their economy. So some good museums there too. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's always fun to watch them dredging the bikes out of the canals. Just like a, <laughs> people a who boat. just fall in. No, no, there's just like a boat with a big grabber claw. Yeah, and reaching in and scooping up hand like oh, handfuls right. of bikes and dumping them on a barge. Yeah, bikes that had fallen in. Yes, right. Yes, that's cool. Yeah, I remember that's seeing cool. that and going because there's no railing. Yeah, there's there's no railing. There's just like. If you're drunk or whatever, you stumble, you take a misstep. Even if you're sober, yeah, you just fall, take a left step, and you just mm-hmm. fall into the canal. Sometimes from a semi-high height. 
Yeah, and I guess if you're going to fall into the canals, they're not always super deep. Yeah. Uh, so having not a bunch of rusty bikes waiting for you under the surface <laughs> would be a bonus. Yeah, right. So <laughs> That'd I, be insane to see someone fall in, go underwater, and then just come back up on a bike and just like... <laughs> Just, just, just cruise out, dude. That would be, that would be, I would be more expecting them to come out and be like impaled on a bike handlebar or something. <laughs> yeah, right. No, if he gets up and actually just starts pedaling out, he's, it's not his first time. This is, it's not this is a real, yet. real Amsterdam man. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, uh, happy new year. Happy new oh, year. shit. I almost broke you that almost, glass. Uh, hey, you better throw it at the door. That's, that's probably good luck tradition in some part of the not world. breaking something <laughs> no, no to break a glass i mean this is denmark dude if this was a plate we'd be we'd be dude we should hit, hit up goodwill and get a bunch of cheap coffee mugs and then just throw them at all your neighbor's doors <laughs> and be like what i'm, I'm from denmark <laughs> <laughs> what is it what are you racist now um yeah we we got what how much like 20 minutes we got 30 minutes till midnight so it's already it's already new year it's already 2024 and most most of the world but uh we're gonna have our moment here in just a bit so we'll leave you with that guys thank you for watching it's good to be back uh we'll see you guys next week happy new year happy new year bye, -bye. later